Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Welcome to The Third Option. This episode is titled, Life versus Morality. So we're going to talk about the difference between those two things. Well, Jesus said that he came to, uh, he came, he, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So I guess let's just start by what does that mean, life? Like, what okay. are we talking about? Okay. Well, what, you know, he said, I came to give you life, and more abundantly. He didn't say, I came to give you a moral code to live by. That's interesting right there, right? I didn't so, come to teach you the right from wrong. I came to give you abundant life. Life. Okay. So, what is that? What is that life? So, obviously, it's not just existence. Um, there's, you know, there are there are three Greek words used that refer to life. One is bios, like biology. Yeah. Which means physical life. It's the physical manifestation of life: plant life, human life, animals, uh, cellular life. It's bios, and there's that. It's an organism, is what bios is talking about. Um, so, so you have that. And then there's another word, suke, or we pronounce it psyche, which refers to the inner life. It's the soul, the mind, emotions, and will. Essentially, it's that, that inner life. Now, now the, 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 the psyche um, uh, is, 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 is sort of, it's connected to, to the bios because it's connected to, you know, the, the 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 brain information, but it's not the brain. By that I mean it gets information from that. It can be fed through the brain, but it can also be fed through 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 the spirit, which is the life of God that's in us. And of course, that life of God that Jesus spoke of is Zoe, which is the God kind of life or the superior life, the life that transcends, the life that's beyond. When he said abundant life or a life abundantly, that word abundantly is perisos, which means um, Excessive, superabounding. It's just it goes beyond. It transcends anything that we know of as existence in this world. He came to give us something wonderful and good, mm. uh, something that was better than anything that we had on Earth, and it would be something that would come uh, from the inside of us. That He would give us that life and put that life inside of us uh, uh, through the Holy Spirit living in us. The Bible says, "In Him was life." And that life is the light of all men. That's so, so, good. so he came to give us that. Yeah, that's so good because prior, because that, that's the gospel. That's what the gospel, that's what Jesus gave us was this life, mm -hmm. which was different from what the Jews had before, which was the law. The, the, this is what's right. This is what's good. This is what's evil. This is what you try to do. This is what you avoid, which is kind of like, um, like, I guess the bare minimum where as when Jesus come came, he brought this transcendent life that would automatically produce good, you know, would yeah. produce, um, this, the, the, the morality that the Jews were trying to, um, exist through the law 
which they could never really no. uh, acquire or do because they didn't have the power yeah. to do it. And so Jesus gives this life, this Zoe life, which is the power to actually do the thing. Such a big difference. Like you said, trying to keep more, uh, uh, um, the high moral code or the law or the knowledge of good and evil, um, it, it's dependent upon our willpower and on the ability of our intellect, intellect to figure that code out. Um, and uh, they all have their, uh, their limitations. And isn't that what the, the mess that the fallen world is in? Yeah. You're trying to do your good, which yep. happens to be my it bad. It conflicts with yours. Yeah, and yeah. so we're, we're hurting each other, but you think you're doing mm -hmm. the good of the morality, and I think I'm mm -hmm. doing the good of morality, and we're clashing. And don't we see that so amplified um, today is that we've got even in our within our own country we've got groups fighting and hating each other um, both of them 100% believing that they're on the side of good and the other is a side of bad I mean totally convinced and so how can you have any chance of coming together when you you're 100% convinced that you're right and you're on the side of good, and because they oppose things that you are for, they must be on the side of evil. And the other side is thinking that exact same thing, only in reverse towards you. So that's why I love that when you said the word Zoe, you were you used the word transcendent life, yeah. because it's like Jesus lifted up us up yes. out of that binary tree of good and evil because it just gets us into trouble. It is what contributes to the fallen mm -hmm. nature of the world. Yep. And he, he transcends it, yes. the duality. And he brings us to a yes. place where um, we're, we're not only above it, but we're able to heal it. Yeah. I always see the picture of, of two dogs fighting over a bone. And Jesus is standing uh, by them with a big stake in his hands. They could be having the stake, but they would rather fight over the bone, over the knowledge of good and evil, uh, who's right and who's wrong. And 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 both of them are fights of fear. They both they both fear each other. And the transcendent life is the stake that Jesus is holding. And what that is is that's the good life, the abundant life. The and it's it's love. That's what he came to give. This is why he invaded the earth came and lived on the earth, went around doing good and healing and, and died on the cross and, 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 and showed the defeat over death and showed the superiority of his life over even over death itself and, and said, this is the life that I came to give you. It transcends or goes beyond all these other things that you're all about and, and trying to fight over. And, and he came to give us that. And we have that. In the last podcast, we talked about how these are the things that, that um, of, the, of the increase of it, there will be no end. It will continue to, to move forward, and it's happening in the lives of people, and we're, we're talking about it now. Even on this podcast, we're talking about the love of God, and that's, that's really what it is. That's what heals our planet. Um, fighting over moral co codes and moral causes alone isn't going to do it. Not to say that we, that we don't, you know, we, that we can't work to change laws and vote and all that, but, but we don't, we don't, here's my word to, especially to, to followers of, of Christ, those who profess the name of Christ. 
in all the things that we take stands for, let's keep the main thing the main thing. Let's don't lose the sight that love is the big thing. Let's don't, let's don't strain at gnats and swallow camels, to use the words of Jesus. But that, what that means is, is that you'll try so hard to keep out these little things, keep these little things from entering in or from happening or, or, or from being passed. Um, but then you'll swallow this big, horrible thing, <laughs> this big camel. Uh, you'll allow that in. In other, words, in other words, what we see a lot of times is we see people sta- taking stands for things that may look morally right, but they're swallowing anger and taking in hate and fear and stress and worry and, and all and burn and the burden of this world is upon their sh- and you see it and and especially in the you know in recent years it's been so uh, what's the word it's it's been so easy to see even on the faces of people um, people that I've known for for a number of years they've got pulled away into like the culture wars of fighting over right and wrong. And many have, have, some of them have adopted a perpetual scowl where they used to be joyful. They've gotten this scowl on their face. Many of them look tired because they're carrying the burdens of the culture war that's going on right now because they're fighting over good and evil. And they think that they're warriors in this cosmic battle of, uh, between good and evil. Um, as we taste and see the goodness of God, we start to learn his nature and start to, to hear the sound of, 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 of God, the sound of heaven. And we, find, we start to find out God's, God doesn't see this as a battle necessarily between good and evil the way that we do. God so loves a world that a lot of it can do some evil. But he loves this world, and he's not battling against them in the sense that we we might think. He's planted his kingdom in the midst of, to use the words of the King James Bible, a perverse and evil generation. He planted his love in this world and planted it in the hearts of men, and that's been spreading for over 2,000 years. And it's going to continue to spread because of the increase there will be no end. And that's the life that was planted in this earth and life right now is swallowing up death because life always does that. There is nothing that can quench. The fact that Jesus rose from the dead is proof forever that nothing can defeat the life of God. Are you using life and love interchangeably? I think you do. You, you use life, love, and light mm-hmm interchangeably Absolutely. to describe really God and, and, and God's like, when you, when you think about in the beginning, um, you know, God created and, and it says, uh, in the Bible that God is love and that, um, you know, these, you know, when Jesus died on the cross and he rose again, it was like the unconditional love of God yeah. overpowered. Yes the betrayal and the torment and the um, persecution and the physical death mm-hmm. that, that the people tried to put on Jesus mm-hmm. and almost like exemplifying us for us to see that he, his life, his love, mm-hmm. his light 
will always triumph those, in the end. Those three words are used as descriptors of God. So, for instance, the Bible says that God is love. But then another place, it also says that God is life. He is our life. Another place, it says God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So it's the same thing. Basic algebra says if A equals B and B equals C, then A also equals C. They're all the same. And, Who and, would know that we would be using <laughs> algebra on our podcast? But, but, so, and so the, the picture is that light always swallows up or overcomes darkness. Mm-hmm. There's never, never been a case where darkness entered a room and it put out the light. In fact, the opposite is always true. That in fact, darkness is simply the opposite of light. So light always overcomes darkness. If you're in a dark room, all you have to do is bring in a light. Whether it's a candle, flip on a switch, something. All you got to do is bring on a light, and it pushes away that darkness every time it overcomes it. The same way with life over death. Life always swallows up death. And when Jesus said, "I came that you would have life," boom, He brought that life into into this world, and He put it in the hearts of humans. Mm-hmm. And that life is in this world. There is peace on earth right now. It's not, hap- it's not manifesting all over the earth, but it's in the earth. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus said it would be like a little bit of yeast mm-hmm. in three big, in, in, inside three big lumps of dough, and it will continue to spread until it fills all of them. Mm-hmm. said it would be like a little mustard seed, but it would continue to spread. It would continue to grow until it branched out and there was enough places to rest for every bird uh, uh, in, in the earth. And that's what the kingdom of heaven is. And that's what that, that peace is and that love is that he's given. But life, light, and love are all the same thing. They are God. So when we, even when, if we talk about God, we can just say love. You know, I like to say love is his name, actually. When I, whenever I write about love, I capitalize it because it's deity. It's God is what we're talking about. Uh, and that's that kind of love. It's not just a, you know, not just a nice little human love or a cute little human love, that we're talking about the power not only to change individual hearts, but ultimately uh, our, our world. In our last podcast, we, we, we talked about how it's that love is, is uh, being seen is what God means when he says that the whole earth will be filled with his glory as the waters cover the sea. Mm-hmm. So life in itself, I love that you gave the definitions right up front because you know, I would always read the Bible and think life. Well, I'm alive from now until like, let's say I'm 80 or 90, but life, Zoe life is now what's happening in my physical life and for eternity. Mm -hmm. So I am me through Mm -hmm. eternity. And this is part of my experience. But the life that Jesus gave us, that Zoe life, allows me to um, just continue to grow ad infinitum. See, what's so cool about it is this, is that, see, the bios, the outward life, the physical life, by nature, it it, it tends towards um, entropy or... The law of thermodynamics. Yes, (laughs) Um, and so which, which tends towards death. Right. From day one. So when we talk about the law of thermodynamics, that means like if I have an apple Mm -hmm. and I just set it on the counter, over time, Mm -hmm. it's going to rot and die. It's going to to decrease. And have you noticed that what is our life, our physical life about? It's dependent upon 
the outward environment. In other words, we have to keep taking in from the outside environment, from the environment around us, our bodies, have to take in oxygen, water, food. We do this every day. What are we doing? We're doing this to keep ourselves from dying. Right? right? We keep breathing so we don't die. <laughs> we keep drinking water so we don't die. We keep eating so we don't die, ultimately. It yeah. might be pleasurable, but ultimately, if we don't eat, we die. <laughs> You're making me thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I can take you a nice drink of that clear, clear, beautiful water. But, but what we're doing is we're, we're continuing to push back against this trend towards dying. The inner life, the Bible says, while our outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day. That's what you just said, is that we continue to increase on the inside. What's, what is it about the inner man? What is it about the soul of man? It, haven't we noticed over all of history, it tends towards light. It's always seeking the light. It's always trying to find the light. It's always looking for, it knows that there's something more and it keeps going after it, either through philosophies or religion or, or, or whatever. Um, what we're talking about, we found it in the love of God. We've tasted and seen that love of God. So our souls, our inner man, it continues to trend towards that. Yeah. Because it trends towards life, not death. Yeah. So while the outward man is perishing, the inward is, is, is being renewed day by day. And what are we seeing? We're finding out more and more about God that continues to surprise us. We're finding out, wow, there's even more love than we thought there was. His love is more con unconditional than we thought it was. Goodness. Like we're seeing more clearly the goodness of God. Yeah. Yeah. And, we're, and what are we doing? We're, we're, we're receiving all the time inside of us, in, in our souls. We're receiving more and more life. And we're receiving that life from a part of us inside that is God himself, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. That's the supplier of this life to our soul. And so we're hearing him from the inside and he's, and he's feeding us. You know, if, we're, if we incline our ears to him, we, get, we, we will enjoy this more and more. This is called spiritual growth. Um, and so it's exciting to know that, to know that this is a reality, that what our souls are trending towards is something that's very real. It was made for that. Mm -hmm. And it knows that. It knows that, that is, that's, that's that destiny. And so, so we listen to the words of life and we grab onto those and they, they, they renew us. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible talks about the renewing of the inner man or the renewing of the mind. That's what's happening. And, you know, me and you talk about how we, when we married each other, we got the best version of ourselves because we were better on that day than we were on days before. Why? Because we've grown. Mm -hmm. We've come Learned to know God things, more. Yep, we've we've found wisdom. more love in yep. God. Mm -hmm. We've we're operated more love. Mm -hmm. we, we, we both matured. have more peace than we yeah. used to have. We were more yeah. mature. Yeah. That's good. That's good, honey. If uh, I, I saw this recently, um, probably on social media, it said, if, he, if it's between religion and your neighbor, choose your neighbor because Jesus never said love your religion. That's really good. When we're talking about life, the difference between life and morality, yeah. we're, we're talking about about love and religion, actually. And I love that too because, you know, you never thought of it that way. But Jesus never said to love your religion. And we have all probably seen cases where people seem to love their religion more than they love people. Yeah. 
And, and in fact, I know I have. I, I, I can think of instances where people, you know, felt like they, the reason that they cut certain people out of their life was because of a difference of religious thought. And, uh, and um, see, that's when you, you're putting the morality first. Um, and that's also what Jesus meant about it. says you're, you're, not, you're majoring on the minors here. You're straining at these little gnats here. Mm-hmm. But the big things, you're forgetting about, the, you're, you're, you're ignoring the, the big thing, love, mercy, and goodness. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so, yeah, when it comes between your religion or your neighbor, choose your neighbor and you'll choose what God has chosen. Because mm-hmm. God chooses the person. Mm-hmm. God so loved the world, the people. Mm-hmm. He didn't so love the Jewish religion that he came. In fact, he let the Jewish religion be ultimately destroyed in the form that it was in uh, back in those days. It wasn't because he loved the religion so much, but he loved the people that were in the religion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so Jesus came because he loved that world. Yeah, I would, I would think that for me, the most change or transformation that's happened in my life has come through relationships with people or, or even my relationship with God, but I'm with people rather than um, the the self help like do this, don't do that, um, you know, rituals or laws to keep like those things. I really uh, veered towards in the beginning, mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, I can figure this out, but it really never brought true transformation. But interacting with people who loved me and who I think God could love me through, those things actually transformed me Mm -hmm. where I saw how I was before I knew this person in my life and how after. And I'm different because that person believed in me. Mm -hmm. That person spoke kindly to me or respectfully to me, um, you know, shared things with me. Those those things actually do transform. I mean, I believe it's yeah. God's love coming it through is. them to me, but I'm able to receive it because of that relationship. Yeah. That's why creation is longing for the manifestation of God's children. The manifestation is love. Jesus said, here's how they're going to know that you're my children, that you're the children of God. They will know by your love for one another. And that love is what heals he came to heal the brokenhearted. What yeah. does it? It's the love that healed. It's the love that makes whole. It's the love that restores. It's the love that gives us, makes us, gives us back that sense of fullness of life again, or wholeness as a person um, again. Um, that's why you know the Bible says that that he that wins hearts is wise. A lot of times we'd rather win moral issues. I was going to say when you when you come up with somebody, like you run into somebody who, um, is believing something like hurtful or harmful. Do you want to just eviscerate them and have victory over them? Or would you like them to be healed and see a transformation in their lives where they become joyful or they become healed physically? Which would you ultimately, in the long run, yeah. would prefer? Good point. You, do you want them transformed, or do you want to just overpower them and be victorious over yeah. them? Like that power, to me, Jesus showed the power is in the love. The power is in the Holy Spirit. Uh, in morality, the power is in like 
I'm going to condemn you or I'm going to expose you or I'm going to make you feel bad enough that maybe you'll like, I don't know, obey me or come, come yeah. crawling back to me, which almost never happens yeah. other, other than, um, yeah, people are, are subjected to shame and, and embarrassment, but that doesn't transform a yeah. heart. That doesn't really make a change. It's called keeping the main thing, the main thing. I had a friend that used to say that all the time. The main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. And it's love. Um, what do I, you know, so what if, if my friend thinks Burger King is better than Taco Bell when I know Taco Bell is the way to go, you know, <laughs> um, I would rather the person still think, still think that Taco Bell, I mean, still think Burger King is better, but, but know the love of God. You see, I, I, there again, I use that example to be a little facetious, but let's say, they believe a certain thing about abortion differently than I do. And let's say we both have strong opinions on it. I would rather them still keep that different opinion, but know that God loves them. See, that's the, that's, that, that, that's the thing. Um, um, people have different lifestyles. People, you know, I'm, I'm a heterosexual male, but somebody can live transsexual or or, you know, a gay person or whatever. And, and a lot of people do not like those lifestyles. But, but I would rather them keep the lifestyle as long as they know first. The main thing is to know the love of God. Who cares if you change, get somebody to change their lifestyle, but they don't know God loves them. All they found out was that, that you said that what they were doing with was wrong and they tried to change it. <laughs> uh, you know, the main thing is I would, what we want to do is get past all the morality things because that... That's keeping, that's keeping the voice of love from being heard. And what we're doing is we're cutting off people's ears like Peter did, the soldier. And, and what Jesus does is heals the ear. You know, he heals the ear so that the servant could hear, <laughs> you know, the good news. And, and when we make it about morality, it covers up or it muffles the sound of love. And, and let love be first. It's the most excellent way. When everything else, even, even, even spiritual, um, churchy things like prophecy and tongues and, and those those things. The Bible says those things will 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 cease and they'll fade away. They'll stop. They will. Why? Because the perfect love has come, and you don't have to prophesy about it. It's here. You don't have to give a mysterious message in tongues. It's here, and it's loud and it's clear. You don't have to do 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 those things because the real will be here. And so that's what we're we're doing. That's what you and I endeavor to to give some voice to with this podcast called The Third Option, because the third option is love. There's this and that, and then there's love. <laughs> there's right and wrong, and then there's love. There's left and right, and then there's love. <laughs> and the greatest, <laughs> the greatest is love. <laughs> Winning moral issues is not the main thing. It's bringing the love of God to the hearts of people so they can taste it. And a lot of times, as you mentioned before, it's not preaching. It's loving. Oh, taste and see. You thought you gave an example earlier. You tasted because somebody loved you. God was loving you through a person and you tasted that goodness. And you're still talking about it all these years later mm -hmm. because it impressed you and it made an impact on you. Mm -hmm. It's like we're, we're called to be the salt of the earth, yeah. the aroma of Christ. Like those things are what we're bringing into that world. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's really 
the flow of life. It is it's the flow of being life. part of that plan of God, which he was, God was so daring that he planted his son in the midst of a crazy, cruel, messed up world. And he said, here, this is going to make a difference. Yeah. And it's a long game. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not a, like a vending machine where you, you put in a prayer and out comes your whole life is perfect. It's mm -hmm. a long, it's a long game that you get to be part of. Yeah. But as you're part of it, even in the, the, the tribulations that inevitably, inevitably come in your life, you still can see beyond it and you can still see the good of the long, uh -huh. of the long game. That's why God did it the way he did. He planted the seed of life through Jesus in the earth. The seed of love, we could say. He wasn't gambling. He was confident. Yeah. He says, this is the only answer. I am life. I'm bringing myself into your world here. And he did. And so, and he's been here. And it's, and it's, a, it's an increasing thing because it is a long game. Mm -hmm. So we get to experience the increase. And what does that mean? We get to rejoice every time we see more joy in our life, more peace, more self-control. How we deal with people better than we did a year or ago or ten years ago. We 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 rejoice when we see those things. What do we say? What do we we celebrate? We're celebrating the life. increase of yeah, life that life. we're seeing, and we don't have to have a thousand percent of it all at once. We don't even know what that even looks like. <laughs> Maybe it, it's just it's just something eternal that continues to get better and better and better. Um, all I can say is that it does. I know that it does because yeah. that's. That's, that's our experience of what we have tasted. And it's so good that we're not looking for anything other. We're not looking for any other answers. This has proven to be the answer in my heart. And it's the answer that I want everyone to know. And that's why, you know, people might joke about it and say, well, all Rick preaches about is love. Or they can call him Dr. Love or whatever. But, oh, <laughs> when you get captivated by it, when, it do, when, 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 when you see it in a way that it does the work on a heart that nothing else can do except that. You, have, you bow your knee because there is no other. The greatest is love. God is love and love is God. And love is life. God's life. And it swallows up death. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope this was an encouragement. Please share it if uh, you know someone who might be encouraged by our conversation. And uh, feel free to reach out to us on social media or through our website, rickmanis.com. And uh, we would love to hear from you. Thanks for being a part of our conversation. Have a great day. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.